Aristophanes of Byzantium was a librarian in ancient Greece at Alexandria, and he invented one of the first forms of punctuation. They were a series of dots called theses or distinctiones. Theses is Greek, distinctiones is Latin. Now, these dots were designed for orators to signal the amount of breath to take after verses. A short verse, coma, was marked with a dot placed at the center of the line. <clears throat> a longer one, colon, at the bottom center, and a very long one, periodos, at the top center. The names of the dots are seen in the modern comma, colon, and period. So one of the original purposes of punctuation was to allow people to pause. Public speakers were the first users. And it is a good reminder that we need to pause, stop moving, and take in what is going on around us. Think about it. We have Supreme Court decisions. We have school shootings. We have shootings at stores, shootings at parades, political conflicts that seem to get louder and louder. And after a while, it could seem that as a society and culturally, we could be Sisyphus, who rolled the rock up the hill only to see it roll back down again and wondered where was progress. Well, in these times, it's time to consider. It's time to pause and reflect on the concept and the idea of fire and rain. Welcome to the Stephen Thompson Experience. My name is Stephen Thompson, and this is my experience. I use history and music to make connections with the goals of informing, educating, inspiring others to go out and live, serve, and love others around them. And hopefully, together, we can do our part in making our little bit of the world a tiny bit better. Fire and Rain. It is a song written and performed by James Taylor, and it was released in August of 1970 on Warner Brothers Records. Now, Fire and Rain was a single from his second album. The album was called Sweet Baby Jane, and the song was Taylor's Dealing with bad news. Specifically, the suicide death of his friend, Suzanne Shern, a childhood friend. But he also was dealing with his own experiences with drug addiction and fame. Inside of the song, the lyrics, Fire and Rain went up to number three on the Billboard Hot 100 list when it was released. Now, in 2005, Taylor was being interviewed on NPR, and he said that Fire and Rain had three parts to it. The first part was about his friend, Suzanne, who died, committed suicide. And at the time, Taylor was working on his very first album, and he was, had been signed by Apple Records. At the time, Apple Records was run by the Beatles, Paul McCartney. And his friends at home were concerned that if he found out about Suzanne killing herself, that it would distract him. 
So they kept the news from him for six months. Now, the second part of the song, Taylor describes his troubles in overcoming drug addiction and depression. And the third part deals with him coming to some sort of grips with fame and fortune. And he looked back on his short career and he made a reference to his band, his first band, The Flying Machines. He worked with a little bit before he got his break with Apple Records. There's a part in the song where he, the lyrics where he talks about, you know, airplanes crashing. And that was a reference to his first band. So we have bad news and we have personal struggles. And how do we navigate bad news and personal struggles? Well, let's take a look at an individual. His name was James William Charles Pennington. And he was born in Maryland in 1807. And in 1828, he escaped from slavery. And he moved to Long Island. And when he got there, he studied in night school. And then he became an educator. And he became an anti-slavery minister, a teacher, and an activist, and a writer. And eventually, he was able to take classes at Yale College. But while there at Yale College, he was not allowed to even use the library. But that didn't stop him from continuing his education. And in fact, a little known fact is that in 1838, he was the minister who married Frederick Douglass and his wife, Anna Murray. And then he continued to move on in the 1840s and 1850s. He was the minister of the African Congregational Church in Newton, Long Island. He began to gain international recognition as an anti-slavery speaker and a civil rights activist. In fact, Harriet Beecher Stowe praised him as an exemplary American leader. He gave many sermons and speeches throughout his life, and he offered, authored one of the very first history textbooks for African-American teachers. It was called A Textbook of the Origin and History of Colored People. And then he also wrote his own memoir, which is called The Fugitive Blacksmith or The Events in the History of James W.C. Pennington. So dealing with hard times, dealing with bad news, there are certain ways to deal with them. And one way to deal with the difficult time is to have hope. Hope, scientific hope. C.R. Snyder was a professor at the University of Kansas, and he came up with the idea of hope theory. It's called Snyder's Hope Theory. And he defined hope as being the ability 
to walk certain paths leading to a desired destination. He said that hope helps people stay motivated when walking these paths. He said hopefulness is a life-sustaining human strength. And he said that hope has three different components to it. So here they are, goals thinking. The first part of hope is to have goals. And goals thinking, Snyder defined as the clear conceptualization of valuable goals. So you have a goal and that goal is valuable to you. The next thing he says, it's pathways thinking. And that is the capacity to develop specific strengths to reach that goal. So that means that you have the skill and the ability to be able to achieve your goal. That means that there's a certain path. So if you want to write a book, you have the ability to write, type on a computer, come up with ideas, organize your thoughts into paragraphs and paragraphs into chapters. That is your pathway thinking and a strategy. I'm going to publish a novel. There's a certain amount of time I'm going to spend writing every day. There's going to be a certain amount of words that I'm going to write every day. That is your pathway to your goal. And you have your strategy, time that you're going to write, amount of words that you're going to write. And then agency thinking. And agency thinking is the ability to initiate and sustain the motivation for using these strategies. So that means you have to have the ability to, okay, if I'm going to write a book, I'm going to sit down and start writing. And that means maybe when I come home and I'm tired, I motivate myself to be able to continue to write. And that is agency thinking. And what Snyder says is that hope doesn't go away in the face of adversity or hard times. What he also says is hope endures, continues, despite poverty and war and famine. And what he also says is that there's no one who is exempt from experiencing challenging life events. But hope allows us to view life through a lens that grounds us and we can be optimistic even in the face of the most challenging circumstances. So even if we get bad news, even if we have setbacks, even if it appears that all around us there are horrific and tragic things occurring, if we have goal thinking, pathway thinking, agency thinking, we can successfully move through these hard times and contribute. And he says there are benefits to having hope. You know, he said hope is related to great athletic achievement and superior academic achievement, greater physical and psychological well-being and improved self-esteem. Says hope also studies 
have shown that individuals with high hopes are more likely to view stressful situations as challenging rather than threatening. Hope can be a protector against chronic anxiety. And then hope can be a motivational factor that allows you to continue to move towards goals. So I've seen fire and I've seen rain. I've seen sunny days that I thought would never end. I've seen lonely times when I could not find a friend. But I always thought that I'd see you again. So look what he says in that. There are sunny days that I thought would never end. And there's lonely times when I could not find a friend. So fire and rain. Fire can be destructive or fire can be productive. Rain can be destructive or rain can be fruitful and bring life. So there are two sides of the same coin. We may want each day to be fruitful and joyful, but the truth is there are days that contain both, both the good side of fire and the bad side of fire, the good side of rain and the bad side of rain. So how do we move? How do we react? We could be angry, but we can turn that anger into a way to help people, to make positive change, or our anger can be used to inflict pain or hurt or destruction on those around us. Pause and consider what you do with your pain, what you do with your anger. Ask and consider, who am I going to be? Am I going to be known for my fire? That is a desire inside of me that burns to create change and a positive impact on the world. Or am I going to be rain? coming down to nourish, provide, and help others grow and thrive, the choice is ours to make. The world is full of pain and misery and sorrow, but it is also filled with those who are devoted to doing good. Find those people, be those people, those type of individual that find causes and reasons to help others and be the change that you wish to create. Thank you for listening to the Stephen Thompson Experience. My goal is to inform, educate, and inspire by putting content into the world that is positive and practical and easy to implement. We do this over a variety of platforms. I have a YouTube channel, I have a blog, a newsletter, and this podcast. You can find and subscribe on my website. And until next time, go out and contribute to kindness, joy, and hope. Thank you again. Stephen Thompson, Stephen Thompson Experience. Have a great one. Goodbye.